We come now in this session to the next attribute of God, which is the omnipotence of God, which means that God is all-powerful. Every one of these attributes of God is like the bright outshining of the greatness of God. Every attribute is another shaft of light that is beaming out of heaven, revealing the awesome greatness of who our God is. That certainly is the case with this attribute on the omnipotence of God. What an encouragement this should be to us in our prayers, that there is nothing that is impossible to God. There is nothing too hard for God. Let us bring our petitions and lay them before the throne of grace because He is so powerful. And as we will see in one of our future sessions, and He is so wise and He is so loving... I want us to consider now the omnipotence of God, which means that God possesses all power. Just contemplate that for a moment. All power. That means even what little tiny power you and I have in a temporal nature has been delegated to us from God. There's a sense in which God does not even have to take our life. He just stops giving it. Think about this even as it relates to Satan. What little power the devil has. And even that is from God. Martin Luther said the devil is God's devil to carry out God's purposes. Even in the little power that God has allotted... Nothing is impossible to God. Nothing is even hard to God. One of his Old Testament names is El Shaddai. El, E-L, means God. Shaddai means Almighty. His very name reveals to us this attribute, this, this character quality of God, that He is the Almighty God. He is the possessor of all strength, and what power belongs to us, His creatures, is simply on loan from Him because all power is from God. A.W. Tozier writes, since God has at His command all the power in the universe, the Lord God omnipotent can do anything as easily as He can do anything else. All of His acts are done without effort. He expends no energy that must be replenished. His self-sufficiency makes it unnecessary for him to look outside of himself for a renewal of strength. All the power required to do all that he wills lies in him in undiminished fullness. Close quote. What a great God we have. What a great God Well, as we consider now the omnipotence of God, I want to give you five categories with which we will think through the omnipotence of God. First, He has infinite power. Just ponder that. Infinite power, unlimited power, boundless power... He is all-powerful, therefore He is able to do whatever He pleases. There are many things that you and I desire to do. 
we just don't have the strength to do it. We just don't have the ability to carry it out. We would say the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Not with God. Every desire, he has unlimited power with which to carry it out. As we think of this, think of his power in creation. Psalm 33, 6, By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth all their host. Consider this in creation. Consider the size of the universe he has created, the sheer dimensions of which are staggering. Scientists tell us that it would take 500 billion years to journey around its perimeter, traveling at the speed of light. That's 186,000 miles per second. The sun has a diameter of 864,000 miles and can hold over 1 million planets the size of the earth. One star has a diameter of 100 million miles larger than the earth's orbit around the sun. It takes sunlight traveling at the speed of light about eight and a half minutes to reach the earth. Yet that same light would take more than four years to reach the nearest star. That is some 24 trillion miles from the earth. All of this just is a testimony to the staggering power of God in creation. Nothing that we would ever bring before His throne of grace is hard for God to do. He has spoken it all into existence by the mere breath of His Word. He has infinite power. He does everything effortlessly, not by the sweat of His brow, not by the perspiration of His forehead, but by the mere breath of His mouth. Jeremiah 32, verse 17, Ah, Lord, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. God, if you can do that, what are needs in my little life? I just need some strength to get through the day. I just need help to face this trial. Is God sufficient? Is God able? Does he have power? Behold the heavens and the earth and see that nothing is impossible or difficult for God. Matthew 19, verse 26, with people, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. In the context, the context here is how hard it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Well, it's more than hard. It's impossible by his efforts and by his strength. And I want to be quick to add, it's impossible for a poor man to be saved by his own efforts and by his own strength. But with God, nothing is impossible. No one is too hard for God to save. He can save the chief of sinners. He can break open the hardest heart. He can cause blind eyes to see the truth. He can cause deaf ears to hear the call of the Good Shepherd to come to Him. There is no one beyond the outstretched hand and arms of God to save. 
How encouraged we should be by this as we pray for loved ones to come to faith in Christ. No one is too hard for God to save. My father-in-law, if there was anyone that I thought would not be saved, it it would be my father-in-law. So resistant, so hardened to the gospel, so resistant to me, to my wife at times. And three days before he died, knowing that I would perform his funeral, thinking that would be the saddest day in all of our lives, this almighty God, this God of all grace and all power reached down into that hospital bed and pried open that proud heart and saved him to make him a trophy of his grace. And a few days later, when I did that funeral over here in Tampa, Florida, what was going to be the saddest day of my life became the happiest day or one of the happiest days of our lives because nothing is impossible to God. How we should pray for our lost loved ones, how we should pray for our nation, how we should pray for our president, how we should intercede knowing that every petition before the throne of God, He is more than adequate, He is more than sufficient. He can overcome any and every obstacle that would hinder the carrying forth of His sovereign will and His purposes in this generation. He has infinite power. Did you hear that? He has infinite power. Second, He has irresistible power. His power is invincible. It is unconquerable. If God were a football team, we would say He's undefeated. No one can resist God. No one can defeat God. All of His purposes are moving forward. Sometimes I hear people say something moronic like this. God votes for you, and the devil votes against you, and you have the deciding vote. Can you imagine anything more inane than that? As though... God has some power, and the devil has some power, and it's a tug-of-war, and it's a standoff, and neither can gain ground on the other, so you and I have a choice. We need to come and get behind either God or Satan and win the day. It will be our strength that will jerk the rope in one direction and win the day. Let me tell you, God is so omnipotent. If the whole world was on the other side of that tug of war, and if Satan and all of the demons in and out of hell were all on that other side of the rope, and only God was on this side of the rope, God could but sneeze and win the day. He is triumphant. He is invincible. He is unconquerable with the power that God has. Job 42, verse 2. Job said, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. That's a pretty good lesson to learn, is it not? No purpose of yours can be thwarted. Isaiah 14, verse 27, For the Lord of hosts has planned. Who can frustrate it? It's a rhetorical question. The answer of which, again, is no one. 
Not even everyone can frustrate it. And as for his outstretched hand, who can turn it back? Who's going to slap God's hand and and turn it back? No, he is the God of might and of all power. Isaiah 43, verse 13. Even from eternity, I am He, and there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act, and who can reverse it? No one. How awesome is the power of God to carry forward His purposes in history as well as in our own lives. He has infinite power. He has irresistible power. He has inexhaustible power. God's power is undiminished. From everlasting to everlasting, His power is the same. God is not growing tired. God is not growing old. It's not as though... You know, God just can't do what He used to could do. Look back at the Old Testament. Look at all these great things that God did. Now look at the church. Maybe God is growing old. Maybe God is not able to do what He once could do. Listen, that is blasphemy. God is forever the same. His power is is undiminished. He loses none of His omnipotence. Isaiah 40, verse 28. Let us hear this text again. Do you not know? That implies there are times when we forget this. There are times when we act as though we do not know this. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary. And to him who lacks might, he increases power. He goes on to say to those of us to whom he increases his power in our lives that we are able to rise up with wings like eagles. We can run and not grow weary. We can walk and not become tired. Now God's power is inexhaustible. And He gives power to the weak. When I went off to college a million years ago, I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. I played football. And when it came my senior year, I was given a football scholarship to Texas Tech University, which was way out in West Texas. And... This is before cell phones. This is before, I think, television. I mean, this is way back there. And I remember being out there all by myself. There's one little payphone down at the end of the hall. And, you know, once a decade, maybe you would call home. And, and I latched onto a verse, and I had this verse put up over my bed in my dorm room, such that every night when I went to sleep, I would stare this verse right in front of me. I'd wake up in the morning, I would see this, I would, 
I would head off to football practice. I would come back. I'd be so tired. I'd be beaten. I'd be bloodied. I would see this verse, and this verse would just pull me up by the lapels. It would just breathe strength into me. It's Philippians 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now listen, that's not a name-it-claim-it theology. That's not some prosperity verse. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things within the will of God. I can do all things that glorify His name. I can do all things in obedience to His Word. I can do all things that God calls me to do. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This this infinite, inexhaustible power is mediated into our lives as we are weak. And as we look to Him and as we trust Him, He enables us to exchange our weakness for His strength and the power of the Holy Spirit within us and the power of the Word of God and the power of the knowledge of God, it enables us, it energizes us, it employs us to do God's work, God's way, for God's glory. Whatever it is that God has called you to do, God has power for you to do it. It is inexhaustible power. Listen to Psalm 102, verses 25 and following. Of old you founded the earth... And the heavens are the work of your hands. Even they will perish, but you endure. And all of them will wear out like a garment, like clothing. You will change them and they will be changed. But you are the same and your years will not come to an end. That is saying God's power is the same from age to age, from generation to generation And He stands ready to come alongside of His people and to impart His power to enable us to do His will for His glory. We can't, but He can, in us and through us. Number four, His power is incomprehensible power. It is so infinite and so vast that it simply cannot be comprehended by us. Omnipotence is past our finding out. We cannot even imagine how powerful God is. Whatever are your highest, grandest, loftiest thoughts of how powerful God is, it still falls short of the reality of His omnipotence. Ephesians 3, verse 20, is a signature text. This is a text that ought to make us just rise up and be so encouraged. Now to Him, who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. It's just layer upon layer upon layer. Able to do more, far more, 
far more abundantly, far more abundantly beyond all that we ask, far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think. We can't even think of the fullness of His omnipotence according to the power that works within us. That is the summary of Ephesians 1 through 3, and that is the summary of the power of God in salvation. To be able to raise those who are dead in trespasses and sins, to be made alive by His sovereign, regenerating grace, to raise us up and make us alive in Christ, give us the gifts of repentance and faith, call us unto Himself, open our blind eyes, take out our heart of stone, give us a heart of flesh. This is the exceeding abundantly, beyond all that we can ask or think, saving power of God. It is incomprehensible. And finally, I would tell you it's self-consistent power. That is to say, God's power works in perfect conformity with all of His other attributes. God's power will only work in perfect coordination with His sovereignty. It will only work in perfect coordination with His wisdom. It will only work perfectly in coordination with His love, His grace, His mercy. We ask the question, are there some things that God cannot do? Yes, there are some things that God cannot do. God cannot act inconsistent with His own character. God cannot die. God cannot lie. Titus 1, 2, Hebrews 6, verse 18, it is impossible for God to lie. Yes, there are some things that God cannot do. There are many things that God cannot do that would be inconsistent with His other attributes. So His power works in perfect conformity with His sovereign will, with His perfect wisdom, with His amazing grace. This is the omnipotence of God. Let us be encouraged. Let us be strengthened as we consider the greatness of His power. No prayer request is beyond His ability to answer it, except it measure in with His perfect will. And there is found in our weakness perfect strength to do everything that is within the will of God that He calls us to do. Sometimes we say, I just don't think I can do this. Yes, you can. In the power of God's strength, if in fact He has called you to do it. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen.